Yo, welcome back to another episode of On the Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and today's episode we are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey goaltender Daniel Claybor. Daniel played five years of ACHA Division Three college hockey, one year with Indiana Tech before going before transferring to Trine University for four years, and before that was prior before he turned pro, and then he turned pro after that season with the Gaylord Snow and the Michigan Independence Hockey League, where he spent the last two and a half year, two full seasons with the Gaylord Snow and the MIHL and the Michigan Independence <laughs> Hockey League. And he's looking to go up to the Federal Prospects Hockey League or the Southern Professional Hockey League this season. So I'm really excited to join the journey with Daniel, with with a good buddy of mine. So it's going to be a really exciting episode. So welcome to the show, Daniel Claybor. Thanks for having me, Jack. I appreciate it, man. I always uh, enjoy playing against you, and I'm glad we uh, became good friends over the year this year once we met in Motor City uh, during that camp back in last August. So uh, it was a pleasure meeting you, and I'm glad we've uh, become good friends, and hopefully we can find a spot in the uh, higher levels uh, coming up this year. Yeah, absolutely. It's been been a blast getting to know you and getting to play against you this season yep. and competing against you in the Motor City camp. But like, let's start off with like all of that, like with professional hockey first. So you grew up in South Bend, Indiana, and then you went through Indiana yep. Tech and Trine University, like 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 we said earlier, and then you found your spot with the Gaylord Snow in the in the mill in the Michigan Independence Hockey League. So, what what was this season like for you? I know it was your last year in Gaylord with the snow. So, like, what, what was this season like for you? Um, Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the point last year, my rookie season, that was pretty, uh, pretty fun. Hold my own in net. Uh, but I knew at the beginning of the year, uh, right after that Motor City camp, I was still waiting to hear if I made the team or not. And then I didn't make the team, unfortunately, but I took it, I took it in a way that, uh, you know, I wasn't disappointed. I was like, Hey, like I went out there, did my best, gave 110% and uh, just dialed into like that first game. I remember we were in Muskegon and we were just, we just had a short bench. We were out shot. I think we ended up losing. It was like six, nothing, but you know, like four goals on like 50 shots. And it was just, it was just crazy. It made me feel good that I was like, like you know what, like how my team, in the games and that was the key the whole who's gonna get or whatever uh, i just got a battle for my team and, and represent the organization i played for which was gaylord so um it was a great organization to play for um but it's helped me develop in many ways than more it's just helped me develop as not only a goaltender but involved in the community with coaching and helping out the community in, in multiple ways yeah, so like obviously, like you goalies and every everyone goes through up and ups and downs throughout the season. So like, what were some of those ups and downs throughout the season that you had overcome? Like just the just what you had to learn from those experiences to overcome and overcome and develop your game even further. Yeah, I think really uh, the first part of the year was a little bit rough for me. Just getting to know the team. We had a lot of new players, a lot of new skill that we had. The league's growing, which is fantastic. I think it's awesome. We're getting recognized all over the country. Uh, so that that helps the league too. So it's kind of like you got different shooters. You you have to adapt to who's out there, if they're righty, lefty as a goal. You you know that. Like you got to watch 
what they're doing. And, and there's some guys in this league that, you know, they're really good. Um, but I think just when I did have my ups, uh, I should say downs first, I think just sitting back and reflecting on the game was the biggest part. Uh, watching video, thinking about, okay, what can I do to be better the next shot? And also not worrying about the goal. Like that was one thing that really um, helped me out this year was don't focus on the last goal. Just focus on the next shot. Be a competitor, compete. It doesn't matter if it was two to nothing or it was 10 to nothing. I was still in there competing for my team. And that's that's who I am. Just got to be a competitor no matter what the score is. And uh, as far as the ups, I think doing that at the end of the year, I mean, when we played against you guys in Port Huron. You guys outshot us completely i mean it was like 52 to like 36 and we still won i mean yeah seven to five but those five goals i mean it was just an onslaught of shots in the third period backdoor um goals but i mean you live and learn from that and then i think that really helped me get into the playoffs and play game one and i think i was credited with game one against muskegon we won five to three but i think really the progression of the year helped me out a lot with those downs and then it turned to ups and continued in the playoffs yeah and like I, th- I think that's like one of the biggest things about be about being like a, su- a successful goaltender is not letting those goals get to you like even if it's a goal that is a very soft goal to give up like to just treat treat the next shot how you would treat any other shot if it was zero zero because like I definitely had those struggles, like like cup couple years back, where I'd be like thinking about the goal that I just gave up, and then what do you think is gonna happen the next the next shot? Probably gonna go in. Uh, so yeah, but that like that was one of the biggest things that I learned this year was just to not worry about like the goals you give up, because like once you start worrying about the goals you give up, and that affects how you play the next puck, the next shot. That affects like how you play throughout the season because if you reflect or if you reflect like on that shot throughout that game like you're gonna get lit up no matter what so like I think my biggest thing was just take a sip of water relax go to the corner yep. sir do a circle and then get back to my net and say one shot <clears throat> one save and get the next shot exactly yeah I I know you I know you skate away how I how I look at it is uh, I always teach my goalies that I think I coach up there and uh i always say you know if you get scored on get a drink i actually stay in the net i do not leave the net on purpose um because i'm showing my team like i'm not gonna skate off and be like oh man this is like you know every everybody's different but the way i look at it is like i'm gonna stay in the net because i'm ready for the next shot like i get a sip of water sit there in my cross position i'm like let's go like let's let's get the game going again like nothing's gonna you know affect me and i think that really excited the team i know a couple of my teammates that come up to me like hey man you're fine and i'm like i know i know i know i, know. I got i know this. i know and they just they just laugh at me and i'm like that's part of the game like you got to have fun yeah. you know as a goalie you're gonna get scored on there's gonna be some nights where you get a shout out there's gonna be some nights where you give up really bad goals it's how you come back and how you compete yeah, if if guys start tripping you after they score a goal, just smile and laugh at them, cause and then they'll they'll get thrown off that way. Like this guy's not rattled, like nope, not at all. Like <laughs> I continue playing my yeah. game. I know that I know that happened a lot this year where it wasn't your team, it was Muskegon. I know I mean I know a lot of guys on there. I mean my one of my really good friends is on Muskegon. We played in college together, and 
he told me, he's like, dude, our team, like, they just don't understand you. Like, why do you not get rattled? How <laughs> do you give up a goal? I'm just like, I mean, you've played me in college, man. I do not care. Like, we're just going to get to the next shot. We're going to continue going. And they'll they'll say stuff. And, like, there's sometimes where it's really funny what they'll say. Like, we're coming for you or, you know, like, what a goal you sieve or whatever. And it's just like, that's all you got? Like, <laughs> come on, come up, come up with something so, better. Yeah, come up with something. Come up with something better, man. Like, what's going on? But uh, you know, that's the that's the love of the game. You know, people get excited after a goal or something. Of course, to trip the goalie is just insult to injury. And but there's some goalies out there that you know they go crazy if you do that. But uh, I know I think you and I are pretty much mellow, and we don't really care. <laughs> no, not not at all. It's uh one of our strengths to both of our games that don't really let anything get to us. And like if it if like if something does in like a brief case, we just get past it and then move on. Like it's we're not we're not dwelling on anything in the past. No, nope, nope. And I, I don't even think I think when there's like a skirmish going on in front, I just skate away and just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like it's like all right, I I I know this season there was one time where one of my buddies I played with in college and he had a tech sprayed me in the face and my team just goes nuts and i looked at him and i'm like a couple of their team was like yeah he he's just an idiot man i'm like i'm like yeah i know like <laughs> i know I was, and then I, I looked at him and uh, he was talking and i said well i appreciate the cool down i mean that was nice like <laughs> you're so, just you're just giving the chirp back but uh quietly yeah yep yeah, but like, like th- something else I've learned throughout coaching is like a lot of like goalies like will get upset even at, even at practice. Like if they give up a goal, like they'll get upset and then they'll get in their head. It's like what like what do you tell your goalies like when you're coaching like at practice or like if they give up a goal in a game? Like what what do you tell them to just do to help them so- help calm them down? Yeah, I mean in practice, like they're uh, one of my goalies. I do co- did coach up north for the Petoskey High School. He he get upset, but um, he's a quiet kid too. It takes a lot for him yeah. to get really really upset, which is good. I like that because then he just focused. He's dialed in. But I mean, there's sometimes in practice where you get upset. I'm like, it's practice, man. The only thing I want you getting upset about is that you did give it up, but be more competitive. I mean that yeah. for me when I'm in practice, my teammates know like it's gonna be. A, a pain in the butt to score because I'm not going to give you because if I'm not going to go my hardest in practice, then in a game, you're just going to shoot and a goalie's going to make a great save. If I'm not trying, I'm trying to mimic that game situation too. Yeah. So um, I think just, you know, you can get upset, but get upset at the right thing. Don't get upset like, oh, I suck. Like, yeah. get upset saying that's never going to happen again. Let's go. Like, bring the next shot. And that's that's how that's how I approach it, and that's how I tell them too, and it's worked out pretty good for them. So I'm I'm happy. Yeah, and that that's like some some of the things that I tell like my my goal is too is just what you just said, and then like I'd much rather you give up a goal in practice than in a game. So the fact that you give yep. up give it up yep. in practice is way a way better option than giving up a goal or a bad goal in a game where it's either you win or you lose. Maybe it's sudden death overtime, and you give up that goal. I'd rather give you yep. give it up in practice than give it up in an actual game. And we could work on that and just do like rep, rep after rep to get you ready for that game action. Yeah, I, I agree too. I mean, there, I mean, 
I'm sure you give up goals in practice. And like, there's some days where I'm like, man, I have a really good practice. Or some days I'm like, what is not working? But you have to figure it out. You know, that, that's, that's part of the game. Like, I mean, I'm not the tallest goalie in the world. So sometimes it has to do with depth. Sometimes it has to do with just an inch difference in its positioning. So fine tuning those kind of things with the depth and positioning, you'll be all right. So. Yeah, exactly how I, how I look at it. But like going back to Gaylord a little bit this season, like what has been like some of your favorite memories from this season or the past seasons that you spent with Gaylord? Um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's been, I mean, there's a ton of memories. I mean, that's where I spent my first two years playing semi-pro hockey. So, I mean, um, I'm very honored and blessed to been able to do that, especially when I was at college and, uh, before I got right to Gaylord, I remember I brought my, I got my new goalie pads in and a couple teammates knew, and it was immediately right after senior night. Uh, I brought him in. We had a skate on Monday and everyone's like, what is Claypool doing? What is this guy doing? And they're like, oh, you're, you're doing like a men's league skate. I'm like, I'm not buying new goalie pads to play men's league, man. Like, no way. And then I told them and they were like, dude, that's awesome. Like, you're going to go play. They're like, well, when are you going to play? I'm like, I leave Wednesday. And they were like, oh, like, so it went from senior night of, uh, what was that, 2020 or 2021. And uh, Miles, our uh, head coach, gave me a shout. And he's like, hey, like, I need you to get up here, like, ASAP. And I was like, okay. And I remember I was skating at Trine University, left Wednesday. I was probably up in Gaywood for a good week, right before finals, too. Uh, so a lot of my plate there. But uh, that was the coolest memory, too. It's just, like, the feeling of, like, you did something that nobody probably thought was possible yeah. being five, six, five, seven that I am I'm not the tallest goalie in the world. So to be able to enjoy still playing the game, make a little bit of course, but at the same time, uh, just feeling that inside, like it meant a lot to me that I've accomplished a goal that was oh, a far stretch, but in Gateway, there was a couple, a couple um, memories. I know my first one was we beat Alpina, which turned into uh, your team now in Port Huron, they moved. Um, but yeah, we, we, we all played and we dominated them. That was my first ever start. And unfortunately I lost the shut with like 19 seconds to go in the game. Oh. And, and I mean, it was all right. It's a reality. Like, Hey man, you, you enjoyed it. And I think that was a really good boost for myself. Like, um, in uh, confidence too, just to just to be in there, almost get a shot on your first start. Like that was awesome. I think going back to the first, uh, the second year too was also uh, beating beating Muskegon at home. They, they were undefeated. Like last year, last year's team uh, was really good in Muskegon. Uh, they ended up winning, which is you know good good for them. They've won yeah. three in a row now, which is unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable what they've done there. Uh, but yeah, no, they came into our place. They thought they were going to roll all over us. And I remember my goalie partner got hurt in Muskegon the week before and I had to go in and eh, I didn't do the greatest when I went in, but I mean, we ended up just losing really bad and it yeah. really back to what we said earlier, it really motivated you pissed off a little bit. And they came into our building and remember we were down like two, nothing. And I was like, all right this is ridiculous. Like, let's just, let's just go. I know we got outshot, but then we ended up winning five to four. We uh, beat their unbeaten streak. Like we knocked them off and it was awesome. And then uh, just rode that confidence, uh, played a couple more games. And we, then I won my first ever uh, playoff win against Waterford in the first round. And uh, we ended up losing that series, but 
I mean, I look back and those were a lot of fun memories. And then this season, I'm going to have to say probably the another memory was beating Waterford this season. Uh, they were on a roll in the first half. I mean, they were in first place, yeah. you know, and then the second half they were really good. I think they just lost to Muskegon, but I, it was almost about 50 shots outside the net, and they were just coming at me the whole night. And, uh, I just shut the door down, gave my team a chance to win. That night, I got assist. So that was pretty cool. My first ever point in the uh, MIHL. So there, there, there we go. But yeah, like it's like those, yeah, just, so. those were just un, unreal memories. And just especially like when you get like your first, first win, first playoff win, like those are yep. like the most exciting parts, like just to get my just like this season to get my first win in the wild card game to have us move on to the semis to the against Waterford like that was probably the most like my favorite memory as well as the game against Muskegon when faced 75 shots <laughs> that night and and brought it to a shootout and they were I think they're like 38 0 and one or something like that in uh like at home at that point so like uh, just to be able to give them a run for their money and like you know how that that organization's ran like really well and everything. So yep. just to be able to do that and then just to get that win out of the way of the MIHL, like those those are the memories that are gonna last you for forever. Yep. Yep. And and you and you feel better about it. You're like, hey, like I won that game and it makes you feel confident. You go into the next game and I, I know you guys end up losing, but I but I heard you played pretty well in that game. You gave your team a chance to win uh in that series. So I mean that's all you can do. You got to every night. You got to give your team a chance to win. If you're if you're not going to give them a chance to win, then it may be a shootout of like eight to seven. You know, so uh, you don't want a high scoring game and uh, rack up the, the uh, goals against there. So, yeah, exactly. But like it was just, I knew that I was facing a lot of rubber every single night, no matter who I was playing against. So like, I was just go go in there, compete, battle. And give my team a chance to win because that's all. That's all I really care about is like obviously I want I want to win and the wins are the most important. But just to give the boys a chance to win, like that's that's another important part. That just especially yeah. on a like in a season like we were having, like just give the guys a chance to win. Like that's all that mattered really. Yeah, the other night you you got to get points and like this league. I remember the first year it was like three or four teams in the league. It just it wasn't what it is now. Yeah. And then last year, you can see the growth. I mean, Waterford wasn't really good the first year. The second year, they got better. Uh, you guys got better at the end of the year. I mean, we maybe even Hazel Park, I didn't see them at the end of the year, but I think they even got better too. So, I mean, just the growth of the league is really important. So, Yeah, and just like the, the talent and everything throughout the league as well, especially this year, like you were seeing guys that had – uh, FPHL experience, SPHL experience, AHL yep. experience, and like even like a bunch of overseas experience. Like you're getting high quality players that are really like making the league even better. And like it's just good to face guys like that on a night to night basis. But I, yeah, you have to. Yeah, you you really do. But you like as like like I face like 60, 70 shots a night this season a lot. So like, and you face. 40, 50 shots as well. You so you face a lot of rubber as well. So like what what goes into like your game to game to game routine to help you be prepared to face all these shots? Yeah. 
Um, I think we'll start with year one, then we'll go to year two because there's a lot of things that I did that to change my mindset and my body as well. Uh, I think in year one, I was more focused about making like the first save, uh, being more in position because I didn't know the shooters. I didn't know who was even in this league. I didn't know anybody. So now you come into year two and you're like, okay, so if it's a lefty, you know where they're going. A righty, you know where they're going. And and that's kudos to my goalie coach. He's really helped me out uh, a lot this year um, when when he's had time to uh, get on the ice with me and develop my game. Uh, And I think a lot of it too this year, I worked a lot. It's going to sound really crazy. I didn't want to see pucks. I knew I was going to see 50 shots in the game. I didn't want to see any pucks in practice. Like, uh, and I just want to work on skating. <laughs> I wanted to, that's the one thing that I thought I was really weak at was skating, working on my edge work, which I'm not the greatest still yet, but just knowing what I have to work on, that's a key thing as a goaltender. Yeah. Because if you, if you don't, if you're just going to go to the rink and say, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like then you're not going to get any better. And there's going to be someone behind you that's going to, so, I mean, I, I think this year especially it was just focusing in on, you know, rebound control, uh, following following the shots even more, exaggerating more a little bit, like gliding to them. Yeah. Also, not giving up so many rebounds too. Like if, I'm, if I am giving up that first rebound and the second and third, push to where they're going. Like, I mean, given it given a, uh, a great attempt to get over there and make a save. I mean, there's a couple saves this year where, probably shouldn't have made, but because of development and practice that I had, it led to the games and it just kept letting to the games and kept letting. I mean, if I didn't work on some things, I think the game against you guys probably would have got out of hand. I think the game of Muskegon in uh, game one would have got out of hand. But when I saw almost a hundred shots in two games at, at the end of the year, that was, um, you know, it was wear and tear. I mean, but the thing is worked out a lot, got my body in shape, really focused in on uh, a really good nutritious plan too, as well. Not eating, you know, bad foods, really staying in shape. Uh, I, I mean, since, since January, I've put on at least 10 pounds looking really great. I feel great. I feel healthy uh, running a little bit more again, that cardio up. And I think that translated into the games too. So, yeah, yeah you just got to do whatever you do, whatever you can to keep your body at optimal, like playing, playing uh shape because throughout the season when you're facing like a lot of shots like that it does take it does wear and tear on your body but like if you're yeah. in shape and everything you're treating your body right you you can be you can you can be able to hand that handle that every every single night and like so like when you are like at, after games like when you're recovering like what are some things you do to help you get that all that optimal like recovery yeah, uh, after games, a lot of the times uh, when I get back to when I was getting back to my apartment up in uh, Petoskey, Michigan, uh, I would just, you know, lay, go on the ground, lay down, stretch out, uh, use the massage gun, just relax those muscles. And especially yeah. in the playoffs, I was just really focused on taking care of myself. And uh, but every every practice, every game, I would uh, come back to either my apartment or sit out in Gaylord, and I would do a lot of stretches right before I had to make sure that I'm ready for practice or ready for the game the next day. And I think that was a, 
a really a big change that I did. And I saw a lot of improvement because even in college, I was like, Oh, I'm young. Like I'll just, yeah. you know, go to the next game. You're not young forever. But stretching is such a, no, no. And stretching is such an important part of the game. And uh, I really focused in on that this season. And I noticed I got a little bit more flexible moving side to side, even faster, getting to point A to point B quicker. And I, I think it all stems to just making sure, like I said, nutrition plan, working out at least two to three times a week, letting Thursday and Friday kind of rest, practice on the weekend, and then play a game on the weekend as well. And then recovery, obviously, uh, stretching, using the massage, uh, massage gun. And then also uh, my favorite is going with the chocolate milk after the game. So that's, a, that's always the recovery move right there. Prime recovery drink right there. Oh, it's one of the best, man. I, I told you that when we were talking in Port Huron. I was like, yep, I got to have my chocolate milk. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember those those days after the games when, like, before before I go to the hotel, just go to the gas, local gas station, get, like, two or three, like, of the chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> even, like, the protein chocolate milks and just drink those throughout the night. And then your body feels a lot better the, the next day. I'll tell you, it's so refreshing. It's like unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. I mean, like I'll probably get after every practice and game, I get about two and then I'll get like a, like a granola bar too. That's like a healthy one. And I'll just eat that. And it's pretty much like, oh, I'll eat like right after. I don't really like to eat a lot of uh, food right after practice, especially yeah. when our practices were so late at night. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to go get a burger or something at like 11, 1130 and then get back yeah. up to practice in the morning. I'll just stick with this. And I felt good in the morning too. So. Yeah, so we we both attended the Motor City Rockers free agent camp in in August of last year, and like it was a it was a great experience for me. It was a great experience for you. So like, what were some of the things you learned from that experience? Yeah, um, I think it, it was great to to meet you there and meet a lot of people. Like, uh, met a lot of friends that were there. I uh, got some connections to uh, some players that are playing in the FPHL, the SPHL, some overseas now too so it's really cool to to meet those people and and uh be involved in the hockey community growing it throughout the the country meeting new friends uh but i think the one biggest thing was a little bit of the speed and the way that they want things done the way um we had we had a goalie coach that was out there too and he was a really really great help uh talked to both you and i just about you know little things and i think us too especially i know there was another goalie i can't name his name it was out there but I know we really honed in on what he was saying. And I think us three being on the ice out there were probably the best. Um, but I do think you and I were, you know, up there for sure. I just think uh, what I learned from there too, at the same time is just the speed of the game. There are some guys that out there, they could shoot the puck. They could place it. Uh, just really positioning, 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 positioning. I think it had nothing to do with my speed. I know I made a couple great saves there all applauding me which is great um but it's really about positioning because some of those guys can place the puck and i mean we have that in the mihl too but these guys have been playing in the fed for a couple of years they're playing the sp they're trying to make motor city at that time and i mean yeah i think it was just me was just my positioning was a, not a little bit off it was just i noticed a couple goals i gave up like just during a little practice run and i'm like uh, you know it's it's just trying to fine tune those things. Yeah. You can always improve yourself, but I think the speed and positioning at Motor City was the two biggest things I learned. 
have really honed in on those this season. Yeah, I think the I think like the way that everything was set up there and everything was was great. Like the practice were really well ran. Like we got our own goalie coach in there as well. So like there's nothing yep. nothing you can do. Like shout out coach Bill, like beauty, uh, a legend. E NHL e-bug legend as well. So like it was just great to just learn from him and like just uh be able to experience all that, the practices, the games just building connections with everyone like it, it does go far it does go a long way in the professional hockey world when you do have those connections and you could build build it based on the camps you go to yeah exactly I mean building those I mean look look at you and I you know we've we've been in touch since that you know we just talk to each other I mean you came in the MIHL you're asking me questions and I helped you out a little bit trying to get you get you a spot anywhere that I could and I'm glad you found a home in Port Huron and I'm glad you helped them out. And then for me, I just returned back to my team that I played with last year. And I was thankful that the organization let me come back and play. And, and, you know, I gave them my all that I had this year. Unfortunately, we came up short of a ring, but um, I know that I've improved as a person and a goaltender as well. And uh, that's, that's all you can ask in life. You know, if you're always improving, prove on yourself and uh, you know, you don't, you don't want to go the other way. You always want to go up. So continue to go up and, and you and I want to go up to the next level. So we just got to put the time and effort into it. And I know, I know you, I know you will, I know I will, and I know we'll uh, push each other to be better. So that's, that's a good friendship right there. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And like, it was just like, we both will give everything we have to a practice, a game, a, a season, like whenever we're out on the ice, we're giving it our all, no matter how we're feeling that day, like, you know, we're going to give 110% and, I know that we'll both be up in the higher leagues this season and we'll just continue working up, working up the ranks as well. Yep, exactly, man. We, we got to, you know, we, we have that, the confidence, we got, got everything that we need. Um, We just got, we just got to do it. You know, we can't talk about it forever. We just gotta, you gotta want to do it and, and get it done and over with and get that uh weight off the shoulder and excited and, <laughs> and get going with the new club. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the the best game in the world. Just want to get to as high as I can. You want to get to as high as you can, and we're yep. we're gonna do that. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, let's move on to your college career a little bit here. So you spent five years playing ACHA college hockey, one with Indiana with Indiana yep. Tech before moving on to trying. It's like what was what was your five years of college hockey like overall? I mean, it was, it was awesome. Like I said, I got to meet a lot of uh, teammates. I'm still in touch with a lot of them. Uh, I think my time, so I played for John Adams High School in South Bend, Indiana. So represent the Eagles. That's my alumni here. Uh, but when I was a senior, I really didn't know what I was going to do in life. Like I didn't know what I wanted to go study. I didn't know what I was going to go do for hockey. And um, I was also playing baseball at the same time. So I had to really pick between a sport and I chose hockey. And uh, during the process, I almost went to Grand Valley State University up in Grand Rapids. And I love the facility that they had there. I love the, the hockey and every and the campus was just awesome. But I already got accepted into Indiana Tech and already committed. Oh. So my parents talked to me. I was like, hey, like, you know, you, you don't do that kind of stuff. Don't don't do that. You know, we see kids decommit all over the country. And it's kind of like, why are you decommitting? What's going on? And, and my family was just like, you know what? see how this goes. If you don't like it, transfer. 
And uh, so I went to Indiana Tech. I was, was uh, third string right away on the ACJD3. Um, I got my first ever start. I believe it was against, I believe it was Ball State. And I uh, beat one of my old uh, high school uh, teammates on Ball State. So that was pretty, that was pretty funny to play against him. And then actually, unfortunately, that school does not have a hockey team anymore. They uh, see that uh, team go. But then I started just working my butt off at Indiana Tech. Uh, there was two teams. So I practiced with the ACSA D3 uh, team, sometime D1, but it was very, very small times I ever did that. Uh, but then just kept working and then became a, a backup, like the second string. And then uh, I know I played a couple of games in a row. I was like, well, I guess I'm the number one guy for a little bit here. But then, you know, as a freshman, kind of stepping up in those big roles that I had to. Uh, I only played like five or six games, but still, I mean, just stepping up when the team needed me the most, that was key there. Um, and then, and then I just kind of looked at it. I was like, well, like, do I see myself here? And unfortunately I didn't, um, you know, and so I transferred and it was probably one of the best things in my life I ever did was, uh, go to Trine university and they offered me everything. I mean, it was open arms. I remember I was talking to, um, Dan Mays, who is, uh, not there anymore. Now he's coaching out in Pittsburgh. I was talking to Ian Edwards. He used to play in the ECHL SP. So those guys really opened me, uh, showed me, showed me how trying really is. And, uh, the way that they, they told me right off the rip was, Hey, like, you know, if you get injured, is this where you see yourself being? And it was such a weird thing to think about that. Like, you know, like, is like, if you get injured, is this a place where you want to be? And I fell in love with the campus, like right away, like the people there are awesome. My alumni that I still talk to to this day are, phenomenal they're everyone's got a job everyone's working which is great we still stay in touch um and, and there's a couple guys that there's at least five to six of us that play pro hockey from trying i mean we just started in 20 uh what was that 2018 19 season so uh I mean, it was just an honor to play there uh the facility is amazing if you ever get a chance man definitely stop into trying university it's definitely a amazing uh rink they got an ncaa division three team there they got a girls team two acha teams uh but yeah during my time at uh trine i was on the acha d3 team i went to camp there and um it was trying out for ncaa division three so right off the right off the rip when i got to campus it was you're not just trying out for acha you're trying out for the ncaa team so like there were some guys there that were really they were older than me i'm like i've never dealt with this before like they just aged out of juniors uh there's a couple guys there that just transferred from another d3 school so we all didn't know where we were going to play everyone wanted to play on the d3 team personally i just wanted to be on the d2 or asha d3 team just because i know that's where i played last year so that's where i figured i would be and uh the first year went really well with the d3 team i played with some kids from south bend we had some kids from uh, – there's one guy who was from Finland. There's another couple guys from, like, Sweden, Florida. So, I mean, we all had people from all over. And uh, and then the second year, I remember, uh, was the year that I almost made the jump to the D2 team just because we had so many goalies get injured. I mean, it was crazy. They were just getting injured left and right. And I'm like, what's going on, man? But the, the cool thing is at Trine uh, that I will say, like, the last three years that I was there – uh, I was always needed in so many ways than one, not just starting goalie, not just 
practicing with my team, it was, hey, the D2 team needs you to practice because they don't have any goals tonight. <laughs> so there was goalies actually doing uh, studying or they were injured, like I said. So I was the only goalie sometime there. And then it came, I think, the second year, one of the goalies transferred from the D3 team. The D2 team sent a couple goalies to practice, and they pulled a groin. They got hurt. They got a concussion. So the coach is like, no, we're not doing this anymore. And I had to go up to the D3 team and practice. And I remember, like, what happened. One of their starting goalies was he got, like, injured during, like, the week. And they needed him not to see any shots. And I went there with the backup that was there. And I'm like, is this guy going to play? Or am I going to have to like dress for like, the D3? like, am I going to have to dress? Like, cause I'm talking to the guys like during the day and I'm like, well, I can't dress because I'm starting Friday for my HHAD three team. So we were just talking about it and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And then uh, the goalie did end up playing the guy that got hurt. So, and I think they won, which was, awesome and then we ended up winning so just going through that during that one week at school and studying and working in the area just you have a lot on your mind and I really focused in on things that were important and yeah but no time at trying man was awesome it was one of the best experiences it got me with a great job uh, that I do now um, on the side and then it's also got me to the professional ranks I mean without trying university I couldn't couldn't be where I'm at right now so so like you were able to you were bouncing around from the from the D three team to the D two team the NCAA team, and you I liked how you said like you had to find like the ability to stay focused and dialed on like the important things. So like what were the most important things that you learned throughout that time when you're bouncing around and you got to find what's important to you? I think number one was sleep. <laughs> number one was getting my sleep, man. I mean, the ACHA D3 team, we practiced at 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm not a morning person for one. I I, I can't really stand in the morning. I'm a night owl. So it was funny. I would skate at 6 a.m. and we'd get like 40 minutes or like 40 minutes after practice. And I always stayed out, always made sure that we were doing drills. The coaches weren't there. So I like yeah. that was one thing I know that everyone loved that I did that I would, you know, you have your starting goalie who's standing standing out there on the ice just waiting to see more shots are you crazy like i wanted to to be ready for games yeah i just wanted to eat the pucks man it was crazy like i would always stay on the ice i'd always ask the zamboni people that were there at that trying university god bless what they do man they're awesome people uh that work there they they do a great job at that facility and i would always ask them like can i get 10 more minutes can i get 15 and and they know it's not just a a mess around uh, yeah mess around time like it was it was Claiborne's out there working because he wants to win. And then it, and then it rolled onto my team. Like they knew that like, I wanted to win. Like if we lose, it's not a good day. Cause yeah. uh, I'll let, I'll let you hear it. And, uh, but yeah, no, during that week, it was just mainly getting sleep, staying on the ice. Uh, I did. I even, I even worked out mad too. Like I was just working out the D2 team. I know had like workouts. And I would ask them, Hey, like, is it okay if I come and work out since we didn't have workouts like during the week, uh, so I'd ask them and they were all for it. They're like, yeah, of course. Like they're not going to hold you back if you want to be better, which I loved about that. All those guys just wanted everybody in that university to be better. Um, and then the, the D3 team, like they opened me with full arms when I had to, you know, come, come and practice. Like, Oh, Oh boy. Like who, who's this kid? Like, you know, like, and uh, I held my own. So, I mean, and those guys were really chill with me uh, being there and helping them out. And the coaches too, like all the coaches there, uh, coach Todd, who's still there. Um, he was really appreciative of me just 
showing up. Like, you know, like they don't have any goalies right now. So like, thank you for showing up and battling and making my team better. You know, I'm not going to give you an easy goal. So um, that was, that was important for me too, just to be out there and meet, meet a couple more people on, on campus that those couple of years and, and just know like, Hey, so what you're a practice goalie, like you never know what's going to happen. Like you, you never know. So, yeah. um, yeah. So it's I mean, about I mean, that like, opportunity. Yeah. It's about that opportunity. Like you never know with us, like, are we going to get, you know, called up to a higher level team and make another higher level team? Like you, you just don't know those things. So uh, just going through that week of that busy stretch that I had with like three games in a weekend, I was bouncing back. I had probably at least 15 practices that week at that week. Wow. Yeah. So it, it was almost like I was doing three a days. I would skate with the ACH 83 team at 6 a.m. Like I was saying, the D the D three team was like from one to three. And then the D two team was like at eight o'clock at night. So it was a lot of um, get your homework done <laughs> when you can and uh, get your butt to the rink. And basically I, I thought about even staying the night there, how, how long I was there for every day. So, um, but yeah, and, and the staff there was great with me uh, developing my game and uh, kudos to all the all the coaches that are there. They're they're phenomenal people, and uh, they they love the game just as much as we do. And if anybody's trying to go to college, that's probably one of the best schools I would say to go to right there. So, yeah, that, that that's awesome right there, and and everything you just said, and like that's like that's the thing that I like say all the time is that you never know when an opportunity is going to come, so you just got to stay ready, no matter what, whether that be like working out extra skating extra just taking yep. care of your body doing like mobility stretching all that you never know when the opportunity is going to come like i i got called up to the sphl this this exactly season. like it was an opportunity that i probably wouldn't have guessed literally two days before but before that happened like i wouldn't have known that i was going to be in the sphl uh the two days later but it it happened and like I was also the practical in in the AHL this year for the Chicago Wolves, so it's like you never know what could happen. You just got to stay ready for literally yep. anything that could that that's possible. Yeah, and you and you keep your options open. You keep that opportunity open. So, you know, just like us, like we don't really know where we're gonna land, but we keep our opportunities open. And whoever we're with, like we're just like you said earlier, we're just gonna give them our hundred ten percent effort, and that's all that they can ask from us. You know. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's, that's who we are. We're just, we're just willing to get better every single day, doing whatever it takes to get to that next level. And, and we, we we're definitely going to be up in another, another league, another level this, this coming season. I, I truly believe that. And it's going to be, going to be fun to watch. Yep. I think so too. So. Yeah. 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 But you grew up in South Bend, Indiana. So like take us through what youth hockey was like growing up through South Bend and, going into high school hockey as well yeah so a little backstory about me so yeah the hockey in South Bend uh, has gotten better over the years I remember uh, so I used to play baseball I wanted to go play I wanted to be a, I was a catcher and I wanted to play in the MLB I wanted to be in the minor leagues like you know that's what I wanted to do but when I was 11 years old I could not actually ice skate. I could not skate from until I was 11 years old. I didn't know how to ice skate. My dad was a Zamboni driver at Notre Dame University. So um, he was there for 35 years. So we, we bleed blue and gold, which is uh, uh, 
which is what's up. So, but no, I mean, yeah, I did not want to skate. So I was like 11. And then I was out there at this, like, learn to skate. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't for me. Let me just put the pads on and let me just be a psychopath. And then make sure, you know, it's the same thing as catching. And when we played street hockey, I'd always want to be the goalie. Yeah. I did not want to go down the, you know, to the other side of the street and score. Like I just didn't want to, I was like, I'm just going to block a shot. I don't, I don't know what it was about me. And then uh, my first year ever playing uh, youth hockey, we went undefeated for the regular season. There we go. Didn't lose a game. Well, what a start. lost in the championship, oh. but yeah. Yeah, what a start, man. I think it was like 14 and 0, and it was like squirts, and everyone's like, Who the heck is this kid? And I'm like, I just started playing. They're like, Unreal. And I think everyone's like, Oh, man, it's awesome. Like, but um, the youth, the youth hockey, they, there's a lot of options right now to get into youth hockey in the area, which is fantastic. Um, but I remember pl- growing up, I played Bantam, I played Pee Wee. I never played travel hockey, never did. My mom and dad, you know, they, I mean, they do, they do well. Like I, all of us do well is just the time, the time and commitment. We just yeah. didn't have it. I was playing also another sport. I have a sister who played softball, had a brother who played hockey and baseball. So like, there's just, they just couldn't, we just couldn't do it. And, yeah. uh, and every team was in Chicago or Detroit for travel. And I'm like, it's all right. But you know, I, I took the long way around is what I like to say. I have some, some buddies from South Bend. Uh, one guy plays, in New, Newfoundland or whatever it's called. And then the other guy plays for the Marlies and another kid in town here is drafted by the Blackhawks. So, I mean, there's only four of us that play pro hockey. If you want to call you know, you want to say that. Um, but they, they obviously went to travel hockey. They went to division one D three. And then, you know, there's me who just took the opposite way around. I didn't even do any travel, didn't do any juniors. I just went from IYHL um, is what it's called here in South Bend. And I went to John Adams High School, uh, which I'll get to in a second. And then I went to Indiana Tech, Trine, and I made it to the pros with Gaylord. So, I mean, I went a total different way from everybody. So, um, but I'm, I'm happy that I did that. And, I mean, that just shows, like, you know, like, you battle through so much. Like, everyone's yeah. doing everything else, but you're focused on your path and how you can get there. And I think that was really key to me. And like I said earlier, I got a really good fan base, if you want to call it. I got my, my, my family here in South Bend. Uh, they've been awesome. I got great teammates every season that I play with, uh, great competitors like yourself, people that I play against, even Muskegon, like, you know, or uh, Waterford, all the teams in our league, they're, everyone's like, man, like really good. Like just keep, keep working your butt off. Like, you know, it'll pay off. And, and that, 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 that motivates you. It's not like, yeah. you know, you, you come into the rink and everyone's like, oh my God, like, why is this guy here? Like, <laughs> so, but uh, when I, when, when I was at John Adams, I know you were saying, uh, about my high school, uh, my first year, uh, I didn't really play a lot either. It's kind of like my Indiana tech days. I didn't really play a lot. And, uh, my coach pulled me aside and was like, Hey, like you are a good goalie. You're going to be like the next guy coming in, coming in soon. Um, but I'm going to have you play Bantam, but I'm going to have you play on the high school team. So I was playing two teams my freshman year, which was not a bad, not a bad game. No, I kind of felt like I was like, well, this is my NHL team is the is the uh, high school. My AHL team is the Bantam hockey. So I was like, oh, well, I'm getting called up. I'm getting sent down. Like there was one weekend where I did play two high school games. I played two Bantam games and I went 4-0, which was awesome. That was pretty cool. So, um, but on the Bantam team though, too, I didn't realize this, but I kind of like recruited some players to come play. There was a couple of kids on that team that came to Adams the next year. So we became teammates. Uh, 
after. And I felt a little bit old on the Bantam team just because I was in high school, but um, all the parents, all the coaches really opened me, opened me up, you know, just, Hey, like you're fine here, man. Like, it's all right. Like you're developing. And I think because my coach did that, that was one of the best things. Like a lot of people on my team, I remember a couple of goalies or ha ha make it fun of me, but I was like, then all of a sudden it's all ha ha now, but they don't even play pro hockey. They don't, they didn't even go to college and play. So it's just like, you know, whoever wants that race, you know, you can, you can be ahead, but don't let them catch up to you. And, and uh, looking back at that now, it's like, who's laughing now kind of, kind of thing. Yeah, that, that that's, that's a crazy story and everything. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm the same way. Didn't play juniors, didn't play college and playing pro now. And like, I yep. I played house league as like a forward all the way up until my senior year of high school as well. It's like just uh just proves that if you really like have a passion and want to do something, just go for it because you never like I don't want to live my life with any regrets or anything like that. So I want to do anything I can yep. to give myself the best chance to get to whatever that next level may be for what I want and what you want as well. So it's like if you have a if you have a goal set in mind don't don't let anyone tell you you can't do it and just literally just put all the time and the effort into what you want to do and the sky's the limit you never know what could happen yeah exactly i mean even even go back to like my freshman year just playing on that team uh for john adams high school and uh we actually won city and state for the first time since like 2003 so that was pretty cool to be on that team and then uh, my brother, who just graduated from John Adams, he was on his uh, on the high school team. He, he didn't end up winning state, but he did win up. I think he won city twice. So, you know, a lot of uh, Claiborne, Claiborne blood at the John Adams uh, high school there, too. And even my sister was playing softball and volleyball there, too. So, um, yeah, but I mean, that, that was a good time. And I think even in high school in Indiana, like it is a little bit different, uh, especially up in Michigan, that where I've been living for the last two years, they, um, do things a little bit different, you know, of course, but um, in Indiana, I think it, it was the right thing to do by not leaving your team and going to play like triple A and juniors and representing my high school. Cause a lot of kids in the area, they do go to like Chicago, they go to Detroit and play. And it's really hard to develop kids probably once they get to 14 to, to 20 yeah. at least. And um, to stay in the area. And, and the cool the cool thing is in South Bend that I'll, I'll start uh, uh, be going to soon is like we do like a, a drop in on Thursday nights. And what's hard for me too is that I think I was telling you before, there's not any pro guys that go to it that are current. Yeah. In South Bend, it's more or less a football and a baseball town. A lot of a lot of kids go play. I mean, there's a couple of kids that are from South Bend that play on Notre Dame right now for baseball. A lot of them are going to play in the minor leagues for baseball. There's not really any hockey. So for me, when I skate the ice boxes or rink, um, it's like, oh, well, it's a lot of guys that are a little bit older. They play juniors or there's kids that don't play hockey anymore that are just doing it for fun. And um, so it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, you get out there and you want to you want to have fun at the same time. But also, like, I'm trying to be better, too. So um, I think they I think they enjoy it. And it's cool to see everybody growing up now and uh just being out there with the boys that's that's the fun part i mean we got kids here that went to john adams went to a couple other high schools in the area that play for acha teams all over the country uh, there's a couple of kids that play juniors 
I mean, my, my biggest thing is, you know, like go as long as you can play hockey as long as you can, because you you can always play men's league, but you can never, you know, go back to your early twenties or early teens or late teens and, and do what you're doing now. So like a couple of those kids are playing juniors. I hope they go play college and go play pro because, you know, I think they're good enough to do it. It's just if they want it. And obviously there's other things than just playing pro hockey, you know, yeah. like at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, like we got to have a job. I mean, the next two, three levels that we could even play at, it's not going to pay our bills. <laughs> so, um, but, that, but that's the, that's the beauty of the game because we love the game and that's why we play it. It's not about the money at, uh, a, lot, a lot of the times. Yeah. We, we both love, love the sport and it's the best, the best sport in the world. And, I'm going to do, and like, it's been a part of my life, the ent- my entire life. So it's, I want to play at the highest level I can. You want to play at the highest level you can. And like, yep. you're already like, you want to play pro hockey. I want to play pro hockey since we're young and we're at that level now. So it's just crazy to see like how, how things have gone since like, since that idea first popped in our mind and like, we're just working our, working ourselves up the ranks for, for now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and, the, and the good thing about my area is that people know, people know that like you, you play and I, I mean, I get texts all the time. I got a, got a buddy who reached out to me the other day. He's like, Hey, can you uh, come play in this tournament in the summer? And I'm like, well, we'll see what I got going on in there. And, and they all know, like, it's hard for me to get to the rink. I saw a couple yeah. people here yesterday at our uh, grad party uh, that my brother had and they were like, Hey man, it's good to see you back. And everyone's like, you know, it's good to see you back in the area. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to get the ball rolling here with training too in South Bend. Um, uh, my buddy who I played with in college, uh, Brendan Lambert is a phenomenal guy. Just, he's really helped the city of South Bend out a lot. He is the hockey operations guy at the ice box does a lot for the kids. I've helped him with a camp over the winter time and, um, what he's going to do for the community and what he's going to do to develop these kids in the area is just, it, it's, it's going to grow. And that's what we want in the area too. And, um, you know, like we just said, like there's always other things than just playing pro hockey. And for him, he could definitely play in our league and higher, but he chose to develop the kids in the area and, and find a job in South Bend. And I think he's a great fit for the area too. And, uh, that, that's for me, especially when I'm done playing, like I want to come back here and, um, help the goalies out. I mean, we, we don't have a goalie coach in this area. Uh, yeah. Like these kids struggle. Like, I mean, there's a lot of times where you go to high school games and you're like, what is going on? Like, what, what is the, um, what's the, what's the problem here? Cause I mean, and I've worked with the uh, Adams high school uh, when my brother was playing, I worked with their goalies and everyone's like, Hey man, like we want you to come back. We want you to come. And I'm like, well, I'm still playing right now, but I think at the end of the journey, when I'm done playing pro hockey, I think really uh, giving back to the city, the community that I was born in, I think that means a lot to me and I know it means a lot to the area too, to come back. And like I just said, like right now, everyone's like, Hey, can you come coach? And, and I just, just right now trying to figure out where I'm going to play next. And that's the, that's the step right now. So. Yeah, that that's good stuff right there. And like good to help out the community that you were born in and that you developed through throughout youth hockey and everything. Like that's something I want to do. And like something I do in the summer is just coach and help out the community, help out the, help out Illinois hockey a little bit with, with goalies and just uh, cause there, there definitely is, you go to these games and like, what is going on? But like, like, I, <laughs> yep. I just, I love just going there and just teaching these goalies, like 
things I've learned throughout the throughout the journey so far. And like yep. if they really want to go pursue pro hockey, like like I've like I'm doing right now, um I'm their number one number one supporter and I'm gonna do whatever that whatever I can to help them get to that level that that we're both playing at. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, living up in Michigan for two years uh, and now coming back home to South Bend. I love it here, man. It's like, you know, this is home. This is where I, this is where I belong. And especially me and my family and friends. I mean, it's, it makes you feel better. And then also, you know, uh, skating with a couple of people that you grew up with too. That's also a lot of fun. But when I was in Petoskey, um, I, I, it was really interesting to see how the hockey community is. And up there, those, those people are crazy. They love, they do love their hockey. Um, and, and with me helping out in the community that I lived in, in Petoskey, um, you know, meeting Fed Fedorov, who's up there, he's got the Fedorov Academy. He does a great job, develops those kids, just like a Brendan Lambert down here. And, um, you know, I appreciate him every day, letting me use the facility to skate, to work out. Uh, he's got a state of the art facility there in Petoskey. Uh, if anybody's up that way, definitely check it out for sure. And, um, but, but those families, they just, really enjoyed coming to watch me play, coming to watch our team. I got to coach the Petoskey High School. I was up there. Uh, the, those those kids are phenomenal, and I hope they have a great season. It stinks I'm not going to be coaching with them uh, this coming year, but um, I know they're going to do well. They're they're great kids. And they would come support us. You know, they would come to our games. They, they'd be loud. They'd be – some of them would bang on the glass, and I thought they were going to break the glass, but that's all right. <laughs> we love the rowdiness in Gaylord, so – um, and it's not that far, Petoskey to Gayward. So um, that that also helps too. But the community, for sure, wherever wherever we play, I think you and I will uh, give back. And I think that hockey. And then at the end of the day, like you know, you feel good about it. You know, you don't yeah. feel like it's a it's a job anymore. You just feel like mm-hmm. you're just being yourself. Like I think I think some some pro players we look at like they they go through what their agent says or whatever and i think you and i pretty much just go through this is who we are like <laughs> you know we're, yeah. we're just gonna be low-key chill and have fun and, and meet new people and and uh enjoy the game that we love to play yeah exactly exactly my my thought my process and everything just do whatever i can to give back to the game that's given me so much and uh I I love the game and like it's been an awesome ride so far and like I, I'm like can't wait for the years to come and just to be able to do what I do for for a living and yep. just uh just to have fun and that love of the games continue continuing to grow every single time I'm on the ice. Exactly, exactly, man. That's that's what that's what it's all about. You know, you, you get back to that community because one day that you know if. If we let's say we don't have our our league anymore, you know, all, all those kids growing up, they're gonna be like, man, remember that, remember that semi pro team, remember that kid Claybor, remember these guys, and and I think that really means a lot because I was one of those kids where I knew a ton of guys that went to Notre Dame, and with my dad being there, I remember, I mean, I can name guys from 1998 and 2005, and and he's like, how the heck do you remember those guys? And I'm like, I, it's just about how they. They were so nice, and I remember the they would sign now. anything. Yeah, yeah, they, and it, it is. It's my lifestyle now. It's like, hey, like, yeah, you have a job, but you also play a pro hockey. Like, there are, are people that want autographs and people that want pictures with you, and 
you know, I mean, it is tough. Like, you know, the guys in the NHL, sometimes they have to turn people away, but, you know, cause they do it on a constant basis where you and I probably just do it every weekend. But, um, you know, I mean, it's something that I do enjoy and um, I know the Me kids too. and families do for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Before, before we wrap this episode up, I, uh, I got some questions for you that I post up on the, on the Instagram, on the IG and uh, sure. let's answer them before we get the show, uh, before we end the show. So the first yeah, one is, uh, how do I get good style like you? <laughs> I get good style like me, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm weird when it comes to goalie gear. So uh, I, I really don't like all white pads. Um, my new set will be here soon and I'll uh, definitely send it to you to uh, show, show your uh, fan base there. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so um, no spoilers yet, no spoilers, but uh, yeah, I kind of just put colors together. Uh, my brother's a huge help with that. He is like a, a design nut. So um, that, that's how I get the style. So <laughs> There you go. I love him. I can't wait for the, for your new set to come in and like see what it looks like. Yep. And I will, uh, we'll say it's the, uh, CCM E-Flex six is what there I'll be go. getting soon. So there we go. Yes. Can't, can't wait to see that one. One last question for you is what are some tips you'd yeah. give younger players looking to get to that next level? Yeah. Focus in on the task at hand. Um, pretty much, write down things that like you, you want to do every single game. There should be at least three things. Like for me, every time I always say stop the first shot. Second thing is track the rebound. Third thing is something that you want to work on, whether it's a glove save and then always at the end of that, put have fun. You always want to have fun during the game. If you're not having fun, then why are you out there? Um, also, also too, I was saying is just focus in at the same time but don't let things get to you. Uh, you know, let things roll off. Another thing is don't change your routine. Stay on the same routine because it, once you change that routine, then you're going to contemplate thinking, oh, shoot, I forgot to do that because I've done that before. And a lot of goalies I've talked to have done that before where they're like, shoot, I forgot to do that in warm-ups. I hope my game doesn't, you know, or whatever. But, um, and you don't let it get to you, like I just said. But at the same time, you know, stick to that same routine. What what I normally do is I just put on my headphones. I don't talk to anybody during the game day. Practice, I'll talk to them. But when it's game day and I'm starting, I uh, I'm locked in. I do not say anything to anybody. I think Jack, you've seen that. I really don't. I don't even talk to you. Like I didn't. No. I didn't even. You know, we're we're good friends. But uh, no, no. When it when it's a uh, when it's game time, I'm dialed in. Uh, I do not even talk to my head coach. I don't talk to anybody. I don't even like associate with the fans. It's really it's really bad. But. I mean, for me personally, I just know that that's how I focus and I get the job done. And I'm the same way when it comes to even work. Like I, if I want to get stuff done, I'm focused, locked in. But uh, with that being said, yeah, listen, to the same playlist. Uh, there's a couple of songs I'll add and I actually think about it. I'm like, all right, is this going to really get me going? Or is this going to make me fall asleep before the game? And um, so with the same like uh, preparation before the game, I do the same stretches over and over um get drink the same bottle of water do the same things change the music before i put on when i put on the pads i'll change one song to the other pad change to another song kind of take my time in, in, in a way that i do that and uh and then after the game you know I, I recover and uh i think even the funniest thing that i'll do is that i'll actually be the last one out of the locker room which is interesting Dang. because normally goalies are always before and um my team 
my teammates for the past six years, I know kind of that when I'm starting, they're like, oh my gosh, we got to wait for this guy. But like I said, it's part of your routine. It's part of who you, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm literally the last guy to leave. Like I'll, I'll literally be in the locker room for as long as it takes me to do my recovery stretch shower after like, put yep. my, like I'm, I'm not in a rush. Like I'm going to take my time and I'm always the last one out of the locker room, no, no matter what, but like, those, oh, are, yeah. I mean, those are some great tips though. And like tips and advice, like that's like, like I, I totally agree with you with the routine, like, definitely don't change that routine once you have it because you're gonna overthink if you if you don't if you don't do exactly everything you do you're gonna overthink but oh am i gonna play bad now or stuff like that so it's just good to keep that routine and everything like that yeah exactly i mean and and i'm like the last one out when right before the starting lineup gets announced too they that's the last one probably one of the middle of the pack coming in in the rink but that's i've always been sticking with the routine yeah. Last one to leave a locker room to go on the ice and the team is waiting for you. And then always the last one to leave the locker room. I think my friends and uh, family for the past couple of years now, they're like, they might as well just tell me to get a room at the, at the rink and sleep there. Cause that's how long I take. So, but, but again, it's just part of my routine. It's part of who I am. And um, I love, I love the game so much. I, sometimes I really don't want to leave the rink because it's a great night that I had yeah. in that. So yeah, and going, going, I I can attest to uh, you not being able to talk to anyone on games that you start because I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember in port, you backed up and we we're talking to each other after the game, and you're like, if I'm starting, if I'm starting tomorrow, don't take it personally, but I'm not gonna talk to you at all, like <laughs> I'm not gonna look at you, like nothing, like, and I'm like, that I I I get it, like that's your routine. Yeah, and, and then and then you saw and then you saw it. And then I saw it, and I was like, yeah, oh, and you that, saw guy, it and you're that like... guy was not lying. <laughs> I left you alone that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, there's sometimes we're like, hey, like, we'll talk. But, like, yeah. you know, if I, it, it's funny. So, yeah, whatever team I uh, play for next year, I hope they're <laughs> ready for that because uh, I'll bring that to the table. And uh, I think the team responds, too, with it. Like, they're like, oh, my yeah. gosh, like, this guy is – like it doesn't it doesn't matter the games you know two nothing like i said or ten nothing like i'm focused in on the on the task at hand and and then that goes back to the routine like if you find something that you do which mine is i don't talk to anybody i don't talk to the other team don't talk to the refs don't talk to my coaches and it just makes me feel like you know you're you're, you're doing a job like this, this is a job at hand like ready for you war. don't do your job at the end of the night yeah exactly man like yeah but if you're not ready that ready for uh game time then uh i think you're playing the wrong sport so and you're gonna be out of job y yep you're gonna be without a job and you're gonna be sitting there with the ball cap on on the bench and figuring out what <laughs> how can you get your job back because uh you know that that's happened before to, i think all of us and that's yeah. Uh, that's one of the biggest pet peeves. I don't know about you, but uh, I cannot stand getting pulled. I'm kind of like Vasilevsky. That's one of my favorite goalies I'll watch, and he can't stand getting pit, uh, pulled. And I'm the same way, man. I it's not it's not fun, but you have to sit there and know that it's a momentum change, just not not your night, and and get back to the next thing and get stay stick with that routine and come back the next night. So Daniel, thank you again for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time.
and I want to wish you the best of luck wherever you end up next season. And I hope to uh, hope to play against you or with you potentially next season. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure uh, explaining my experiences of playing uh, hockey. And uh, I wish you the best as well with your uh, future here coming up. So hopefully, yeah, like you said, like we play against each other, it'll be a good battle or we play in the same team and uh, lead whatever team we play uh, to the championship and uh, get a ring for that yeah, franchise. Absolutely. And, uh, that, that That's the goal, the ring, ring season. <laughs> ring season, yes, sir. So whoever we play with, I think they're, uh, they know they got two goaltenders that can uh, compete. So that's that's the best part. Absolutely.